It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Fox News Podcasts presents the Brett Bear Podcast with Fox News Chief Political Anchor Brett Bear. Hello and welcome to the Brett Bear Podcast. I'm here in Iowa with executive editor and anchor of the story, Martha McCallum, and we are co moderating three town hall events on Fox News Channel this week with less than a week to go until the first votes are cast in the 2024 election. We're hearing from a few of the Republican candidates at the top of the tickets uh, for a final time. On Monday night, we held a town hall with former South Carolina governor and U.N. ambassador Nikki Haley. On Tuesday night, we'll speak with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. And on Wednesday evening, we hear from the front runner, former President Donald Trump. I mean, Martha, it is a final push to get uh, their closing arguments. That's what makes it so exciting to do this this week, because you see the focus that comes after Labor Day in September. Then you see the push that comes after the holidays. And that's the zone that we're in right now. And we know from speaking to Nikki Haley last night and talking to voters around that a lot of them are undecided at this point. You look at the polls. Clearly, the former president has a huge lead. But what happens when they walk into the room and start actually caucusing? So that's why Iowa is so much fun to watch. And this year is particularly dramatic, I think. Yeah. And if somebody comes out of here with a boost that could possibly propel them to be close enough in New Hampshire to make it a race, then it raises questions about whether it gets down to a one-on-one situation. And that's clearly what Nikki Haley and her team are hoping, that she comes out of here with enough strength and potentially gives the former president a real run for his money in New Hampshire. Uh, We see those polls tightening there. Obviously, a lot on the line for Governor Ron DeSantis in Iowa. He has put all of his time and efforts into this state. uh, And it's the one clear place where he was expected to do very well. So what changes after these few nights and we get and the caucus results on Monday is the story we'll be following in the weeks to come. And the former president really hasn't taken too many questions, uh, direct questions in this process. He's held a number of rallies here. But to be able for Iowa citizens to ask him, the leader of the Republican nomination so far, uh, specific questions on issues they care about is a big deal. Yeah. And and I think that for especially for people who are considering one of the other two to have the opportunity to talk to the former president. And we have to see if he really articulates a clear vision for them for the future. We've seen him spend a lot of time talking about these lawsuits that he's in the middle of. Um, But from what we see, people are mostly interested in talking about things that are happening after 2024 and what it's going to mean for them personally. So we'll see if he focuses on that tomorrow night. We'll hear more after this. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, stay on top of the latest news and information from Fox News. Listen and download the Fox News Hourly Update on your time. The trending stories you need anytime you want it. Listen and download now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. It's fascinating. Countdown is on. If you missed the town hall with Nikki Haley, here's some highlights. Terrorists, thugs, and dictators always tell us what they're going to do. They're amazingly transparent. Hamas said they were going to go into Israel. They did. China said they were going to take Hong Kong. It happened. Russia said they were going to invade Ukraine. We watched it. China said Taiwan is next. We better believe it. Russia said once they take Ukraine, 
Poland and the Baltics are next. Those are NATO countries that puts America at war. This is about preventing war. It's always been about preventing war. I will never do things based on a poll. What I will do is over communicate to every American so they know why things matter. Why are we doing what we're doing? And the fact that we don't go out there and just help countries for the sake of it. We do it when we know it keeps Americans safe and we do it when we know it protects it. Uh, prevents war. We are a country of laws. The second we stop being a country of laws, we give up everything this country was founded on. We need to secure the border. We need to build the wall. We need to deport anybody that doesn't come here the right way. And we need to start thinking of, again, national security. America right now is acting like it's September 10th. We better remember what September 12th felt like because it only takes one person. That's the problem with politicians. Rather than talking about what they can do, they just want to talk up and make things up that I that they are saying that I said. I'm happy to dispute it every day of the week. But at the end of the day, I'd rather be talking about inflation and our economy and education, how we have to go back to the basics and get our kids reading again, about a border that's out of control, about the fact that we need law and order back in this country and that we need a strong America that we can be proud of again. Everybody talks about how great the economy was under Trump. But at what cost? He put us eight trillion dollars in debt in just four years. Our kids will never forgive us for that. That's not how you improve an economy. What we will do is we will stop the spending, we'll stop the borrowing, we'll eliminate the earmarks, and I'll veto any spending bill that doesn't take us back to pre-COVID levels. We will go and take as many federal programs as we can and send them down to the state level. That will reduce the size of the federal government, but it will empower people on the ground. And then we will focus on the middle class. Right now, the middle class, we're watching the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. We're going to go and eliminate the gas and diesel tax um, in this country. And then we're going to make sure we cut taxes on the middle class and simplify those brackets. And finally, we're going to make the small business tax cuts permanent. So when we start to focus on the spending that's happening, and I will do it in every one of our agencies, is make sure we take them back to what their core mission is, get all these old programs down, get all this federal regulation down, get all of this extra bureaucracy down. That's how we will start to get our financial situation back on track. And that's why I think we need an accountant in the White House. Look, I think President Trump was the right president at the right time. I agree with a lot of his policies. But rightly or wrongly, chaos follows him. We can't be a country in disarray and the world on fire and go through four more years of chaos. We won't survive it. You don't fix Democrat chaos with Republican chaos. And not only that, we can't go through another nail biter of an election. We can't. And if you look at the head to head polls, Trump on a good day might be up over Biden by two points. Wall Street Journal had him up by four. I'm in every one of those same polls. I defeat Biden by 17 points, 17 points. Do you know what that means? That's that's more than the presidency. That's governorships, that's House, that's Senate, that's all the way down to school board. Pro-Trumpers don't think I love Trump enough. Anti-Trumpers don't think I hate him enough. And I don't hate him. I told you, I think he was the right president at the right time. But any policy that comes up, I'm going to tell you exactly where I stand on that policy. But politics isn't personal for me. And that's actually been what's wrong with politics for so long, is they make it about personalities. The reason I'm doing this, I don't want my kids to live like this. 
We've got to stop with this hatred back and forth. We've got to stop with these divisions. I don't have resentment for President Trump, but I don't think he should be the next president going forward. And I'm happy to tell you all the reasons why I think that is. No, he shouldn't be taken off the ballot. And the Supreme Court needs to rule quickly before other states start to do this. This is one of those don't open a door if you don't want to see what happens. This is a door we don't need to open. I will defeat President Trump fair and square. I don't need anybody throwing him off the ballot to do it. Now's the time we have to fix things. And that's why we need a new generational leader that's not going to focus on the past, which is what he and Biden both are doing. We need someone who's going to focus on the solutions of the future so that we can start getting things back on track. That'll do it for this week. You can hear more of this series at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Make sure to leave a rating and a review. We want to hear from you. From Iowa with Martha, I'm Brett Baer. We'll see you next time. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table to Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts.